When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Taking a left. That's a right! <laughs> I bet you're wondering how I got here. Hi, I'm Adam Miller. In the last couple weeks, I've gone to college, started dating a robot, broke up with a robot, got thrown into an awesome video game, learned French, and then dropped out of college. <laughs> it's been a wild couple weeks. But now, we gotta hurry, me and my high school friends and Susan, to go save Crashly from Dr. Inajar. I don't fully know what he wants to do, but he wants to do something nefarious. And we're going to get to the bottom of it, or we're going to try. That's the that's how you either succeed or lose. You try. Anyways, back to your regularly scheduled program. Friends in an alternate future, welcome to Mystery County Monster Hunters Club, where we use dice to tell a story of reputed robots and besieging beasts in the real and actual 2006. I'm Tyler Samples, your keeper of monsters and mysteries. Let's meet our players. Hi, everybody. I'm Rashawn Nadine Scott, and my character is Shamanda Felt, the initiate. And the choreography I've been working on in my room is it's not stage ready, so give me some time, okay? Hi, I'm Jeff Murdoch, and I play Adam Miller, the mundane. And when I'm driving a car, it's not a car, it's a rack, because I'm always going in reverse. Hi, I'm Erin Rain. I play Crashly Grenadine, the Chosen. And um, it sucks that I'm about to possibly die like on this drone because I just started listening to Jenny Lewis and getting deep. Hi, everyone. My name is Claire Linick. I play Susan Wexler. And you know what they say, if it looks like a demon and smells like a demon. It's my ex. Hi, I'm Alan Linick, and I play Derek Fleifer, the Divine. And Derek doesn't know this at the moment, but he's about three days away from being able to say, I'm a human being, and meaning it. Where we left off, Crashly was taken away by Dr. Einajar's drone. The gang followed, piling into the netmobile and driving in reverse, arriving to the hydroelectric station where there is an all-out war zone as the altered creatures that the Chamber of Commerce experimented on are attacking the hydroelectric station with the stated goal of freeing those inside. As you're pulling up then, Adam Miller, you are in the driver's seat. You're looking. Here's an important question, Adam. Do you have your hand on the passenger seat and are looking over your shoulder or are you only looking in the rear view mirror? Um, now here's the thing. This is a net truck, right? So I think I got my head out the window. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah. yeah, it's the netmobile. And yeah, so you are as you're pulling up in reverse, you see all of this pandemonium taking place in front of you. Now, also, you have never seen any of these creatures other than the coyote before. But the rest of these creatures is a completely new experience for you. What are you doing or saying in this moment? Oh, weird. Hey, is anybody? Notice that there's a lot of weird-looking animals out there? 
As you say this, there's like a grenade that lands next to the netmobile and just rocks the netmobile back and forth. Not enough to knock oh. it over, but like, and you tip to the side and then land back down. I think they can use grenades. Kids, nothing wrong with staying in the car. Through her tears, Shamanda's like, uh, I recognize all of those animals. They were at the bottom of the net shop. They were being tortured, and now they're being used as violent weapons. What is happening to this world? Oh, <laughs> Wait. Oh, no. I forgot to tell you guys something. What? I had kind of like a Disney princess moment in the woods a little bit ago. Um, I, I, It was very, you're going to love this. It was very Disney. I had just finished getting tortured to almost death, Wait and a then <laughs> I wandered off into the woods, and I stumbled over a campfire where all these animals were there, and they were planning to do a lot of harm to the power plant and get revenge, <laughs> and I walked away. Susan throws up. So they're attacking the building we're trying to get into. Is that correct? Yeah. Maybe we should just let them until they make a hole big enough for us to drive through. Kids. Huh. I'm going to say this, and I mean this. I am proud of you no matter what you choose. It is fine to stay in this car. And I am going to pop open my door and reach out my flamethrower. Okay. I think as soon as I see Susan do this, I'm going to go into what could go wrong mode and immediately run into danger. <laughs> oh, and, and while they're doing that, I want to roll for sect resources just so I can get some holds, man. Um, your sect resources are spent for this mystery. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. You know what, Shamanda? It has been a while. And yeah. as I think about it. <laughs> The yeah, mystery, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Hank's mystery resolved. This does sort of feel like a new mystery, so I love it. Go for Thanks. it. Roll plus yeah. weird. Please, please, please. As you please, roll please, plus please, weird, please, Adam Miller, you are what doing what could go wrong, so you're just running into the danger. So yeah. you will get to hold two. You can use that, that hold to either inflict extra harm, reduce somebody else's harm, or take an extra two on an act under pressure roll, but most immediately, where are you charging into? Like, what is your, where are you headed? Um, is there any sort of opening in the, the, is there like a gate or a wall that we have to try to get through? No, this is, um, so this is pretty much just a big concrete building in kind of right up next to the river and a little bit extending over the river. There's like a small reservoir behind it, but not a huge one. But so it's basically somewhere between just a, a building and a dam, very loose, but there is a, a front entrance that you can see where you would drive up to access it. And there's a door and then next to the door is a big sliding garage door that like looks like you could open by hand. Like a porticullis. Oh yeah, I'm running Kind towards... of like a, a modern day porticullis there that you could open to allow a vehicle in, but next to it is a regular door. And in front of all of that are people with like sub-automatic machine oh. guns shooting oh, at animals oh, that my are gosh. racing in with their bionic limbs and doing a hand-to-hand -hand combat uh, from the trees. Uh... Well, having seen Susan just throw up, um, I would like to do attempt a lay on hands to see if I can make her tummy feel better. Oh, God. Okay, great. While we uh, so let me let me just uh, sort out here for one second, though. So, Adam, where are you running to? Uh, I, 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 I suppose I'm running straight at the doors. Okay, Jesus. great. So Adam's just running straight it. for the doors. Yeah. You know what, Adam? I think this is uh, a time right away to just go ahead and act under pressure. Hell yeah. And I'm also yelling sanctuary. <laughs> <laughs> While Adam is doing that, I'm going to turn to Shamanda. Shamanda, you did your sect resources. What'd you get? I rolled a seven. 
Okay, so you do get one. So yeah, again, you know, the dojo has excellent resources and classes that help you be prepared. So you have that on hand to use as you need. Uh, let's see then. Derek, you are going to try to lay hands on Susan. Yep, and I got a 10. Great. Now, here is the nice. thing. Remember, you are still unstable, and the rules, that, we, as we've established for you, is if you're unstable, you can't access your angelic abilities. I will say in this regard, you can do it, but I'm going to have the same rules that applied for Tori Pals. You can give Susan one of your health points, but you can't just mm. heal hers. Does that make Ooh. sense? Can I help out? Oh, or or, or does do that, that feel super punitive? I don't want to well, make it I would super get shitty. two normally. Could it just be that I just get one? Yeah, mm -hmm. sure. I love that idea. Because uh, you rolled a 10, right? Yes. Yeah. So I think, yeah, that makes sense. So I think what we'll say for this is since you are still unstable and like not fully in control of your angelic abilities, what comes out is like a fizzle of the assured power that you normally maintain control over and access to it's enough to heal susan a little bit so we'll say it heals one harm but not the full two but um what is the experience like for you derek as you kind of try to force out this i'm trying to not make this an overt sexual metaphor yeah uh, but but well, it is very see. hard not to um this this sort of impotent display of power um i think it's more like it's more like you know when you <laughs> You know when you try to like oh, no. very carefully squeak out a quiet fart mm. um, and instead it's just like one hard round like <laughs> like like a like all of it yeah. comes out at once. Mm -hmm. It's like that and that's not how healing should be. You know, healing is it's supposed to be it's supposed to be a measured sort of tempered careful guiding touch and this is more just like a blah like a splat <laughs> what i love about I, that then is susan you take you heal two harm and you take one harm <laughs> yeah. yeah that's exactly what it yeah. is <laughs> yeah some of your cells just explode and this is why al and i didn't write our own vows <laughs> <laughs> love is like when you're trying to squeak out a quiet fart <laughs> <gasps> yeah so susan you get one harm reduced gorgeous in total, you feel great, you feel terrible, and then you feel okay. You're still at, what is your total harm currently? Broken. You're at broken, so you're at four. But that ain't bad. It's not bad. You <sighs> can catch up to seven and still be alive. Once you hit eight, you're dead, just for those listening. Man, are we all unstable? Holy crap. We're Pretty uh, much. We're there. Yeah. Let's, let's cover. Shamanda, you are at four. Yes, I am. Adam is at four. Yep. Crashly, you are at... I'm at four. Four. Wow. Susan's at yeah. four. Car. And Derek, you're at five. Yep. Wow. And then Dragline is at two. Looking. Just in case. If anybody's worried, Tim is at two as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know everybody's worried about their favorite their favorite character, Ooh, Tim Nuts. Um, may I make a suggestion of uh, seeing if Shamanda can speak with like one of the generals of the altered, and maybe use some of them as cover to get inside. Yes. Before we do that, though, I want to come back around to, so Susan, you are opening the side, you have your flamethrower with you, you're walking out of the van and you watch Adam just make a bolt and make a beeline through all of this 
chaos towards the doors. Adam, what was your act under pressure roll? You know, the number doesn't matter because I'm burning a luck. <laughs> oh, uh, all okay. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, you you do it. You watch Adam Miller. Uh, truly, he looks like he looks like he is in any classic war movie, just yelling as he runs forward and just dodges around all of the chaos, yeah. doing rolls, doing flips. Not necessarily amazing flips, but doing like, oh, yeah, sort of like flipping over somebody, you know, that kind of thing where you like roll. Yeah, he thinks he's doing like a like a handstand flip, but he's actually just sort of like roll, like doing a somersault, like slowly. But everyone's, it's wild. Yeah, but it works. That yeah. is mainly the thing that we want to focus on. Is yeah. each he's time it it's successful. Sure. Yeah, and Tyler. So when I when a mundane such as myself mm. uh, burns a luck, I find something weird, maybe even useful. I, you know. I, I would like to, what do you think I find? Because I don't want to build it up too much, what I would find. I, well, you know what? Let's do it like this, Jeff. You okay. tell me something weird, and I'll figure out how it how it's useful. I was thinking maybe I find a cable that leads somewhere. I love it. Yeah, that's totally, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's perfect. Yes, you do. You find a cable. <laughs> yeah. As you're rolling, you you stumble over, and there's like another blast of of some sort of improvised explosive, and a bunch of dirt kicks up, and you see just a thick, what looks to be like an electrical cable there underneath. It's a little confusing to you though, because I think we're gonna say with your weird science and stuff, you're you're pretty good at at the technical details and stuff. Thank you. And you can just at a glance, you're like, this is not the appropriate cabling for hydroelectric power like whatever the details of of doing hydroelectric stuff are you just can tell like oh this is not right for conducting any energy from that this is for something else and it, like you you have a, a strong suspicion from seeing this that this is not actually a, a hydroelectric dam at all that that's just what they called it but that as you're looking at that you're like there's no way that this could possibly have any of the big um hydroelectric generators or anything like that sustained in this this place if this is the kind of hoarding that is coming in and out of it that's bizarre so you do that and uh susan you watch adam just scampering he runs and adam i think you basically get all the way up to the door susan what are you doing as you watch adam race ahead of you towards the door so i am going to um like as quick as i can like lower my ponytail a little bit flip my blessed knife into my teeth and run after Adam with the flamethrower and can I roll what's going on here as well? You Just may. Just kind of a Absolutely. picture of the yeah. I think that's a good idea. Um, It is a nine. A nine. Okay, great. So that is a mixed success. So yeah, you can... But a high add, mixed success and I would a like high, that it's to a be... Really, yeah. It's a really <laughs> barely mixed success. It's almost completely it's straight. It's a cusp. It's like a cusp. It's a cusp. cusp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can ask me any question you want and I will give you likely an incomplete answer, but I will tell you how to find out more. Um, so what um, are you looking to, f- to suss out as you're running into the maelstrom? Where's Crashly? Yeah, I think the, the way that this is going to happen, you watch and... I guess what's my best way to crashly if that changes no, no, no. anything? Yeah, you know no, that's I mean? a great question. I know what you mean. Thank you. Susan, as you're watching this, I, I guess what I would say is you're you're looking at this as you're running in and everything, and you're like, there's no fucking way that's that they brought Crashly into this place. Especially when you know when you're thinking back as you're running in, you're thinking back to when you did that spell. Mm-hmm. You looked in on Genesis and she was outside here talking to Ted Romstell about 
infiltrating to grab Hank. And you're realizing as you're running forward, Dr. Einajar doesn't have any reason to bring Crashly here if he is grabbing Hank from here. They're likely going somewhere else. So you realize that this is not his destination. Okay, so that's likely not Crashly's either. Right. I'm pissed, but I'm running in after Adam. So, and then in terms of how to find out more, you don't see any signs of the um, Chamber of Commerce people looking in. So that tells you that likely nobody has come out in any big way yet or anything. And you suspect nobody has yet escaped from the hydroelectric station. So the best way to find Crashly would probably be to find Genesis and then use her to, 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 you know, get back to the doctor, either by following her or directly confronting her. Okay. And Tyler, remind me, the way that I talked with her last time, even though it was like what we can only call mixed success, was opening my third eye, right? And she saw No, me. you did a spell. Uh, but yes, I, she did see you. You did a spell to look, to observe another place. And she, for whatever reason, was able to, even though it's normally one way, she was able to see through it back. Um, and you were, okay. you two engaged with each other. Okay. Well, I don't want to Bogart rolls, but I'm definitely going to try that after these kiddos do their thing. Okay. So as you're running forward, you're thinking about, I'm going to, well, I guess the question is, does that change your trajectory at all? Are you now, are you still running to get in? I'm are you waiting for the kids? Or? I've still got okay. a kid. I still got a I kid see. on the loose. Great. <laughs> in all of this then, Shamanda, what was it that you wanted to do? So I'd like to go see if I can get a battle steed. If I can, um, if one of these uh, metal deer of the altered remember who I am, I want to um, see if they'll let me use them as like a battle um, vehicle. And then I want to blast on my air horn anybody out of our way as I follow Wexler. I think you you look over and you do see um, Trammell there sort of directing, you know, her troops forward. Mm-hmm. And they're doing a pretty good job getting in. You don't see a lot of like, fatalities on the side of the metal robot creatures you unfortunately do see a decent amount of maybe not dead fatalities but certainly out of commission fatalities on the side of the chamber of commerce but you know they picked the job that they got so (laughs) but you see you do see trammel and you go over what is it that you're saying to trammel to try to convince them because this is going to be ultimately be a manipulate someone um i go trammel it's me Shamanda felt I, I've liberated you and the the others from that horrible, horrible net basement, and now I need, I need a favor. And Trammell is there and and is just doing you know pointing with their left hoof and just being like, flank, you must flank. Yes, Shamanda, what do you need? You're our liberator. I need your, I need your finest four legs. Be they animal or or mechanical. <laughs> Go ahead and roll manipulate someone. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, whenever oh, I think the trauma, that, I feel like uh, this elevated language. <laughs> Y'all remember that uh, classic Marilyn Manson album, Mechanical Animals? <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm sorry. It was uh, plus what? Charm. Charm. Yes. Okay. So that's a seven. Great. Uh, they'll do it, but they want something from you first. Sure. What does Trammel want from you? Trammel, anything you want, you may have it. Just ask it of me. <laughs> may we join the dojo? 
Absolutely. I could use some more people who really enjoy my company on my side for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, there's going to be some legal, some things are going to come out about me in the newspapers. You ignore that. You're our liberator. We don't care what you've done. You've freed us for the liberator. And they all charge forward in this big. For the um, liberator. Yeah. I also liberator. charge. <laughs> oh, that sounds evil. Huh? Yeah. That sounds so no, evil. That was. Ex- yeah, I, I, what was that? Yeah. Yeah. Adam, you hear just a terrible <laughs> evil laugh as you oh run towards the door. Oh, oh my Lord. gosh. Wait, oh, no. But I'm standing right next to Shamanda and I got to know what's going on. <laughs> Shamanda, are you okay? As you are there, though, Shamanda Trammell says, you want the best four that we have? They're mine. Jump on! Oh, and I, I Shamanda climbs upon the mighty Derek, steed. Yeah, Derek, you watch as Shamanda just wordlessly ignores you, hops on to this mechanical okay, deer. Well, we, I, we'll talk about this later. Okay, t- bye. Also, Derek, how are you doing? how are you doing with your one arm? Um, Honestly, I feel pretty okay. You know, I, I've learned a lot about being a human being. And it's it's not about how many appendages you have. It's about the heart that resides inside. I suppose mm-hmm. also from your perspective, you've only had a right arm for like 60 years anyway. It's like, yeah, well, a drop like, in the bucket. Honestly, having limbs at all is like pretty cool. So <laughs> what's the point of having a bunch of them if, you know, all of them got to be so precious all the time? I also mm-hmm. have to wonder, does Derek at this point still secretly believe that it will grow back? Um, I, I, I have recently learned that injury is a bigger deal for humans than I thought it was. So I, I suspect that it will not. Um, but I am harboring a very optimistic hope that I can like kind of noodle around on my body at some point and maybe make a better one. <laughs> Ooh, I love it. Also, I see a bunch of like animals with mechanical parts. So I'm like, oh, they'll, they'll make me an arm probably. Yeah, as you watch, and this is a little horrific as these these <laughs> go forward into this. This is I'm not going to go into the the bloody details of it, but suffice oh, it please. to say, not all of these animals <laughs> survive this mm-hmm. attack. Well, actually, I don't want to just make that decision. Let's instead dice. Yeah, Shamanda, you yes. are riding on the leader of this charge. I think you pick the stat that you want. And roll roll with that, and we'll see how well this charge goes. Can I also say that I'm using my air horn, which is a three harm, and I will also say because of my ancient fighting arts, um, I inflict one harm and get a plus one whenever I roll to protect someone. Okay, great. Yeah, so we'll we'll say this: your leadership in this, as you are charging forward on this, this is, uh, you know what? I love this. Okay, so what it is, Shamanda, as you're going forward, all of the like stress of managing people's feelings and dealing with all of the politics and everything kind of fade away as you are in what is like truly your best element, which is just leading a competition or something like that. It's like everything is clear. It's your team versus the other team. There's very clear roles. Everything is simple and direct and just there's just one outcome. Either you win or you lose and it's clean. And as you go forward, so you can roll protect someone and we will see with whatever you want and then we'll see how it goes. We'll okay. add one because of your uh, air horn. So you'll yeah. get to add one because of ancient fighting arts and then you'll get to add another one because of the air horn. 
Sick. And I'm going to use the stat weird because it's my best one. Here we go. I think that is probably the best way for you to lead these (laughs) weird creatures. Ooh, and I rolled an eight. Okay. So it's not. So wait, you rolled an eight or that's like with everything added? I rolled a three and a five plus two is going to be a 10 and plus the other two from the air horn and the ancient fighting thing. That is a a 12. A 12. So so you actually rolled a complete success. I'm here to remind you. Wow. Of the cross as I'm riding the steed. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, so well, yeah, what happens, Shamanda? You you have uh, total control of this fighting force. They listen to you without and follow your lead without question. What what are you looking to achieve here? Maximum damage, maximum penetration into the space like what what does shamanda in this moment want to happen <laughs> all right well okay. maximum penetration won't come for a couple more years for shamanda she's waiting a little bit longer um <laughs> but evan is real cute yeah oh, and no. i you know I, I haven't seen him in mm-hmm. what two months or something i don't know um so uh, what shamanda is doing so riding on the back she's like brum, brum, brum. she's gonna go to the front of the line of the altered and in a like big like leap stance land and uh like twist to the side on the, the steed as she's like air horning the um uh, the opposition, all they like blow sprayed back. Like if you took like a water hose, like the sound just blast them all back and they're d- doubling over themselves as the altered advances and we leap over them through the hole that Adam and uh, Wexler went through. I, g- I love it. Yeah, great. So you just sort of rebuff them and then uh, move past. Yeah. So I hold the line. Yeah. And then uh, you do. Great. Crashly, let's go yeah. over to you. Great. Hello. Crashly, you landed a little while ago okay. inside as you, you were flying, you saw the hydroelectric station and you were broadly headed towards it. Yeah. But then you also saw there was like a big trundling semi truck that was driving down the, the road that follows the river mm-hmm. and it was headed towards the hydroelectric station and the drone veered off and went over there. It's been quiet for you once Dr. Anajar hung up after you kind of bullied him into not wanting to talk to you anymore. Nice. It flew over. There was just this large, it looks kind of like a semi-truck trailer, but it is, there is like circuitry and gears all around the outside. It's a little bit more square than it is rectangle. So it's, Mm -hmm. it's, it kind of looms over the side, each side of the trailer in, in a sort of clutched together fashion. Like this, this is clearly something that is, been hand built and a little quickly and is more geared towards working than looking good and it's the size of like a tractor trailer like it would be on the back like a yeah it's quite large it's probably like 20 20 or 30 feet long okay and you just got dropped into a little chamber that that like opened in the roof Mm. um, and you fell probably eight feet okay 10 feet down but you know you caught yourself well actually no crashly you are you are unstable. So as you drop 10 feet and you take a point of harm as you hit the ground hard and you twist your ankle. Oh, okay. And this room truly like the closest I can say that it looks like is, you know, in old movies, like the cage that an animal gets put in where the, where it's just like blank walls and like a little bit of hay on the floor and dirt. It's kind of like that. But if the walls were all circuits Mm. and it's just there's like a slight energy there present like almost like a static electricity or something the hair on your arm is slightly raised and you're if i don't know does crashly have any feelings 
Yeah. Oh, you can yeah. feel it kind of dancing across your fillings, Three just the, a buzz and your, as your jaws sort of tight. Mm. Okay. Nothing else is happening here. What do you do in this moment? Does it look like there's anything that someone might get hooked up to or like, a, a you know what I mean? Like, does mm-hmm. it look like I'm, yeah. Not currently, but also as you're watching, I mean, I guess, the, I guess really I would say you should probably roll what's going yeah. on here. Yeah. Ugh, nervous. Um, I got, okay, I got an eight. Um, yeah, I think with an eight then, um, in terms of like, what is this room intended for? Yeah. It's a little tough to say because as you're watching it again, it's just this circuitry on it, but you're watching the circuitry at first you're looking at it and it looks like a, a circuit board inside Mm. a computer or something, but then you're watching and the circuits are kind of moving as in Mm. like they're rotating their own positions, Mm. almost in like a serpentine slither they're going across this like two-dimensional space and moving and it has almost this liquid quality that's just really confusing because as you watch Mm -hmm. it it's stationary but then if you move your eyes at all and look back you kind of see at the edge of your vision it's shifting and changing and you're realizing that this room likely whatever this room does could do whatever it does even though currently it's bare so in other words like if it is a room that is intended to grab you and stuff you feel fully confident that it, the the walls could reach out and grab you if they wanted to. Oh they could, shit! Okay, it's I it's see. you know it's like physically do that. Yeah, it's very um, it, it's very it's very metamorphic. I guess okay. is what I would say. The the walls are okay. That makes sense. You could obviously you could kind of go up and try to poke at the wall if you want to try to figure out more what this room is intending for you. Is the hole still open at the top? No, it has closed. And in fact, it it is completely sealed off. Okay. It don't it looks like there's never a hole there at all. You're just in truly what feels like the inside of a cube. Yeah, I want to mess with the circuits for sure. I want to see if it seems like it's if there's anything readable, like if I can, yeah. Okay, I great. I would anything. say act under pressure but roll plus sharp. Okay. Oh shit, I got a 12. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Crashly, you've you know you have been. Adam gets a lot of the play now as a as a tech whiz and stuff. But you have shown us in the past yeah. that you know your way around computers and things like that, especially from your kid detective days. Totally. So, I don't know that you can necessarily like reprogram this or anything, but um, you can definitely do more than I think certainly than the doctor was expecting that you'd be able to do. What is it Mm -hmm. that you're looking to achieve here? Well, first thing is I would really like to get out of here, like open something up if it seems like that's possible. Um, Secondarily, I'm just, I'm searching for information. Like I'm looking for my name or the names of anyone else I know, like a readout or something. Yeah. So I think what happens is as you're looking at it and watching, you see like a, a repeating pattern on one side and you realize like i think that might be a like a console of some type Mm -hmm. and you go over and start interacting with it and a a very again no word to describe it other than it it feels like looking almost into a pool of water that's vertical Mm -hmm. forms on the wall and and you're looking at basically a screen and um you start interacting with it and start quickly kind of figuring out how to engage with it and start to pull up just like regular computer program Mm -hmm. stuff it's very different than any computer programming you've ever done at all like 
no computer programming language that you're familiar with, but like loosely you're you, so you're not necessarily able to figure out how to reprogram it, but you yeah. are like at least able to see how to damage the programming. Okay. It's much easier to make a computer program not work than it is to make it work differently than it's intended. Yeah, that's great. I want to do that. <laughs> I want to like bang on it. Yeah. So you do that and uh, the, the door above starts to like open and close and open and close and it's going back and forth and there's like, it w- it basically opens like a foot and then closes again and then opens a foot and closes again. And you're like, if I could time it right, I could get out yeah. of there. If I can climb up and, and time it, I can probably hop out. In terms of information about you, mm-hmm. that would be, you can certainly continue to look for that, uh, but it's going to be kind of one or the other. You can look for information or, well, wait, you got a 12, right? Yeah. I don't want to take that 12 away from you. Thank you. Let me see here. I mean, yeah, I think I think basically with that, as you're doing that, you're also kind of trying to scan through the information and everything. Dr. Einerjar has already told you quite a bit about what his plan is of like yeah. controlling the flow of quantum possibility to make the, the reality he wants yeah. when he wants it. You can see a little bit more of his plan as to how that's going to work, which is he requires like a huge discharge of energy. And the goal is to basically route that through the physical form of the odd Mm -hmm. perfect number, which you know is the incoherence. Okay, me. Uh, Yep. And in doing so, it will strip away its corporeal form and and convert it into a basically an equation uh, or the, the necessary part of an equation that will finish the programming of the machine to enable okay. the the start of that process. I have, I mean, I don't want to take up too much time. I know I've been talking to you for a little while, but I would really like to see if I can talk to Mashley because I have a pretty important question for her either now or, or the next thing I do. So, yeah. So you decide you want to talk to Mashley. How, what are you doing in this moment as the door, as the ceiling door kind of uh, chomps above you? Like, well, I'm crawling up there. You're crawling up there. And then what are you, how are you trying to connect with Mashley? Oh, um, gosh, what do I usually do when I want to connect with my past? Well, yeah, I just do past lives basically. Um, can I roll for that? Yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I guess like I, I kind of, okay. So I guess I sort of have to make a choice. It seems like I can either go up there and try to escape or I can talk to Mashley by meditating. So I think I'm going to concentrate on Mashley. And I will say, I don't think I'm, um, these aren't going to be one or the other. It's just the order that you want to do things. Got it. Got it. Um, I'm going to try for the roof first. Okay. You want to try to escape first? Yeah, I want to try to escape first. Okay, great. Let's go ahead then and say, let's have you, I think this is just a straight act under pressure. I can't imagine it being anything else. Yeah. So crashly, the door is like opening and then slamming shut and then opening and slamming shut. This feels very much like a 8-bit video game. You need to try to climb through, wedge yourself and sort of, I guess, try to like finger lift yourself out of this. This is going to be very Sarah Sarah Connor. Connor. Sarah Connor and Terminator 2. I love Eddie Furlong in that movie as Crashly. Um, Yeah. I got an eight. An eight. Okay. That is Mm -hmm. a worse outcome, a hard choice or a price to pay. (laughs) Here's what happens. Crashly, you will describe you are going to successfully get out of this thing. Do you want to go ahead and describe for us 
yeah, what this so, looks like. Yeah, totally. So I think I kind of like spider crawl. I really love those playgrounds where it's like spider webs. So I'm kind of using those skills <laughs> um, to like spider web up using the circuits as like footholds and stuff and um, do the same thing on the ceiling, um, which is hard, but I'm like scraping up my knees and my fingers and stuff. But it's not too far from the edge of the wall to the hole in the ceiling. It's not like in the middle. So um, I like grab as just after it closes, I grab it um, with my fingers. It closes on my fingers, which sucks. Uh, but then when it opens again, I, I lift myself out and I'm standing on the roof. I'm going to say you take one harm from it closing on your fingers then. Oh God. Okay. I'm at... I'm at critical. Yeah. yeah. You're doing very poorly as you, you're the tips of your fingers are, are crushed. That's okay in this current situation. So is the truck moving right now? It is moving quite a lot. And as you pull yourself up, you get to the top and you are like taking this big breath in and you're trying to, you want to now try to channel Mashley, right? Yeah. If there's no one around, if it looks like, if it looks like it's safe um, I, enough. Then I, it I does. To, yeah. Okay. So you want to go ahead and try to do that? Yeah. Okay. And right as you start to do that and uh, get ready to roll your plus weird, Dr. Inajar just lands on top of the thing. And he's like, I was wondering if you would get out as you start to go under. We're going to cut not... over to... <laughs> that guy's a weirdo. Uh, yeah, he's a pervert for sure. He's totally yeah, he a pervert. Adam Miller, you have ra- raced inside the building. Inside, you yeah. hear chaos, just people uh, shouting. You, you, Luckily for you, I mean, you people here know you. Because you've been working here. So they, I think there's a little bit of a degree that they don't even realize you're not supposed to be here. Okay, cool. And Um, uh, so go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, you you were going to say something much better than I was going to say. No, I wasn't. I was going to, I was going to say farts. Okay. uh, I was okay. Uh, I fart. I rolled a 12 (laughs) for that. Uh, No, I'm looking around. Is there anybody I know by name here? Uh, Well, I don't know. You tell me (laughs) how much did Adam Miller, when he started working here against his will, start being like, Hey, I'm Adam Miller. <laughs> How much did you try to inter- like interact with the adults that worked here as well? Okay, so I, I think here's what I did. So uh, it, it was <laughs> off the recording, but I think there was a day where like Mar- Marcus was like, introduce yourself to everyone. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to put together an icebreaker. <laughs> and we had to like... Uh, we had to put <laughs> historical figures on our head, like the little like uh, on like index cards. We had to go around and like sort of guess who we were. Okay, here's what I want you to do for me. This is not yeah. this isn't going to affect anything in terms of your character sheet, but I want you to roll plus charm to see how much people enjoyed that icebreaker. Oh, come on, Adam. <laughs> It's a nine. So okay. they kind of liked nine. it. Yeah, it was fun. Oh, it was, it was Oh, wait, actually no, it's with charm. It, it's an 11. Wow. I'm kind of charming. Yeah, honestly, Adam, I think what it is is everybody was like because everybody works for the Chamber of Commerce, they're kind of like mercenaries, but, you know, very local. It's just like uh-huh. local people, you know, who enjoy being cogs. But with you there, they you really took, really quickly took on kind of like a mascot yeah. role. Yeah. <laughs> I just love this kid. He just makes kid. me smile. I want to put down my knives. <laughs> uh-huh. And you know what, Adam, they gave you a nickname and your nickname was Big Adam Miller. <laughs> Big Adam Miller. Oh. Yeah. Honestly, now I'm feeling like... <laughs> Oh. And I always like want to be a part of a group. That... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just anytime you walked in the I room, see... it was always like Big Adam Miller. Oh, and some of my friends are dead now. Uh, they're they're very seriously injured. Yes, outside. Oh, oh, oh. look, it's Big Adam. <laughs> 
Hey, did someone open a can of tuna? <laughs> yeah, Still Charlie's Charlie's running by and is like, "That's great, but we Adam, Adam, you can't be here right now, okay, bud? Uh, we we really appreciate everything that you're you're Charlie, doing, but Charlie, what? listen to me. Yeah, okay, look look me in the eyes. I'm looking. Where's Hank? He's in he's in containment. You don't need to worry about him. We got him. We got him locked down. Okay, he ain't. Don't getting tell nowhere. me not to worry about him. My job is to worry about him. Okay, kid, but you you know that that's more of like an internship situation. All right, you understand that we're really paid Lacey, to. Do you want me to talk to Marcus and tell him that you're standing in the way of my job? Do you know what's going to happen to you, Charlie? I love you, <laughs> but I, you, I don't want you to get fired. Go ahead and roll <laughs> to manipulate someone. Eight. Uh, do I add uh, two to that as well? So that's a ten. Um. Well, you add your charm to it. <laughs> yeah, it's two, so it's ten. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. If you rolled an eight and you add two, that's ten. Yeah. I did the math. He, you sure did. You know what? He's he's like, I don't got time for this kid. Okay, if you want to go sit outside the doors of Hanks, that's fine. Okay, just keep your head down. All right, there's some real crazy shit happening out there. You're telling me. That's it. Yep. <laughs> hey, and then Charlie turns and he sees uh, Susan coming through the door and uh, is like, Hey, uh, hey, who are you? You can't be coming in here. She, she's with me. She's with me. She's my. Uh, I'm a college kid. Uh, uh, Susan, don't try it. That's too big of a lie. Uh, and he's like, uh, well, Susan, go ahead and um, Susan, roll plus charm. I think we'll do this as a keep your secret. Oh, my God. What's your roll? I rolled an eight plus. Okay. Um, I don't think I have good charm, though. So it's a seven. It's a seven. Okay, a seven. Okay, they can tell you're hiding mm-hmm. something. So you're going to have to give up a different secret to cover because he he's like. A college student? I don't know about that. Um, I'm going to say a truth, but I'm going to hide when it was. I dropped out. (gasps) Oh. He's like, yeah, me too. Uh, All right. Well, maybe the kid's showing you around to pick up work or something. I don't know. Listen, keep your heads on a swivel, all right? There's things out there that are attacking us all. Oh, my God. As the animals rush in with Shamanda on point on trammel. Derek, are you running in also, or did you hang back? What is Derek's um, I, I have got to get to Crashly ASAP. So is there, does, does my divine mission or my angelic powers or just my like good boyfriend sense give me any <laughs> like directional <laughs> input on where Crashly might be in this building? Uh, you know what? I think, let's see here. What I'm going to have you do is just roll plus sharp for me. Oh, Lord. Because this is you. Yes. you this is going to be uh, what's going on here. I'm burning a luck. Okay. Oh, my God. Then I will answer your any question you have, honestly, with clarification Great. and follow-up questions. And also, you get word that your mission requires something to be done urgently. So, um, yeah, these things are going to work out great. Okay, what's your question? My question is, looking at this building, if I could see through it, mm. which maybe I can, where is Crashly? Yeah, as you're looking at this building, honestly, here's the way that this works out, Derek. It's really confusing to you. You're, as, again, you're unstable. You don't have access to your angelic abilities really basically at all. And as you're looking at this building, you feel something really hard happening, which is you are thinking and you're appraising and you're like being human, right? Like you're figuring out things from context clues and stuff like things that you don't normally have to do or don't normally bother with. But 
you've been around these people and doing this stuff that you can, you realize like even separate from your vast knowledge as a, as an angel and any of that, that you can still figure things out without those abilities. Yeah. And there's like a voice in the back of my head that's like, wow, this is really cool. Look at you go. And then the voice in the front of my head is like, shh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And as you're looking at this, you you have the same thing that Susan did, which is like, as you're looking at this, you're like, there's no way that they would bring Crashly here. If he's trying to use Crashly, why would he bring Crashly to a place where there's all this fighting happening? It just doesn't make sense to you. And you're like, Crashly is definitely not here. She she's somewhere else. And as you're thinking that and like and like truly, I think this is like the biggest shift for Derek is Derek becomes a little more savvy about sussing things out. And to that, you know, we've had a lot of missed roles here and stuff going on for for quite some time. And so I think there's some leveling up that hasn't been done. And in this moment, Derek, your level up is going to be you gain one sharp and you go to zero sharp nice so you are no longer negative one sharp you are just zero sharp well 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 looks like next time i go to high school it's gonna be at queen latifah's (laughs) hey (laughs) he's average (laughs) and then what happens is you as you're doing this you watch in the distance an old car um what's the coolest car that you can think of Derek? how about a yugo a Yugo. Okay. I love that. That's fun. Derek, yeah. if you are leaving to get Crashly, Susan wants to go with you, and I think you would know well, that. Hang you know on, what I I'm mean? A... Oh, just ready. <laughs> nice try, Claire. Nice try. I, I go. got something happening. <laughs> yeah, Claire. Uh-oh. I like I like the I like the Yugo because it, the name of the car is what you do. Yugo. Oh. And it's where it's from. What? Yugoslavia? I think yeah. so. It is exactly what the driver is doing. They are going hard as they whip around the corner of the dirt road that goes to the hydroelectric station, plow into just this berm of dirt and that showers over all the guards kind of like uh, yell and pull back and coming out of it, just punching across, just ignoring all of the chaos out there. You see Layla running and she runs up and she runs to you, Derek, and she's like, where's Crashly? Where is she? She called me. I don't know, but I can feel that she's not here. Layla, if we don't hurry, some bad's going to happen. And she's like, Derek, the doctor has her or something. Uh, and there's a power. Yeah. She she told me, and I need I need to f- find what's inside this place. Somebody, somebody, they're doing it again. They're doing what they did to me to someone else. And I have to stop that. But, and she's like, oh, my, you are, you are hurt. Derek, you're hurt. I am. Derek. Yeah. Are you okay? You know what? I am okay because my body is not doing well, but <laughs> I feel like my spirit is finally settled in the right place. And it's been, you know what, Layla? I got a story for you. It all started when I inherited the net shot. <laughs> She's going to put her hand over your mouth and <laughs> her other hand on your shoulder. And she's like, I'm glad that your spirit is settled. Take this. It's the last that I have. And she is going to lay on hands. And you heal too. Nice. So you are now, most importantly, stable. Yeah, you're the most healed person. So you have full access to your angelic abilities. Layla now has no access to any angelic abilities anymore as she runs into the hydroelectric station. So 
with that, Derek, you now have um, access to those abilities. Do you? Is there anything you want to do in this moment? Um, I, I mean, so I, I mean, so far, I've used my incredible skull computer to determine that Crashly is not in the power plant campus anywhere. Um, so. Is there an inkling? I, I know this now is a second question, which I didn't roll enough to do, but I'm going to do it anyway. You burned um, a luck. Didn't is you? there a? Oh, I did burn a. Did I? I did burn a luck. Yeah, you can. You get to ask as many follow ups as you want. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Is there? Is there a like a a logical jump I would make to where Doctor Inajar would take Crashly if it's not this place? Hmm. Like piecing together, considering we just like did this car ride. I think there's like this sort of a beautiful mind, like mini montage of like numbers and figures and like people's floating heads saying like, oh, I have a brain chip and like, blah, blah, blah. That's sorry, Jeff. That's not a very good impression of you. No, I think I think what happens here, Derek, is as you're you're doing this and thinking about it all, you were following Crashly, the like the last known location of Crashly's drone and things like that. I think as you're thinking about that and all of these things, you hear in the distance a of a semi truck and you just in your gut you just know that's got to be where she is somewhere near there so <laughs> so it seems to be down the highway along the river okay um i reach into the other space my uh, extra dimensional dimensional area where i keep my things and now your arm and yeah also yeah you 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 immediately touch your own arm <laughs> oh cool i high five oh. myself and then <laughs> Uh, I reach past them and I pull out a pair of Heelys and I'm going to put on my Heelys and I'm going to start absolutely whipping myself in the direction of the truck. Uh, But I'm also going to take out my phone and I'm going to send a group text to everyone. um, And it just says, uh, Crashly, not in power plant, lol. (laughs) Great. <laughs> From on top of the uh, treble, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you and Trammel pull up. You get there. You watch Layla just book it inside. You get that text. You're on Trammel's back. You know Crashly is not here. You know Hank is here. Um, what are you doing in this moment, Shamanda? Uh, this is Rashawn asking: mm-hmm. Is Hank pivotal? Do we need him, or is it better for us to get to? Crashly, um, I can't really an- like. I don't know how to possibly answer that. Um, oh, then, 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 can I ask the our collective? Maybe I'm not asking the keeper. I'm asking. Ooh, I love it. Yeah, I'll stay out of it. You all ask each other. Claire, Jeff, um, Aaron, Allen. Okay, say that again. Please. Then, um, what what would be our best? Where where do you think we're moving to? Like, should I even try to get Hank? Should I like just should we rally to get to Crashly right now? How are we, it as a collective, what are we moving to? Crashly, very, very important to me. So yes. that's that's where I'm, That that's that's it for me. Tunnel vision, 100%. I think okay. logically it would make sense to do a uh, Adam and Shamanda head towards Hank because, mm-hmm. Shamanda, you have Relationship. the mechanical animal army and Jeff yeah. has knows these people and then for Derek and I to go get Crashly but I don't know emotionally if that's what everyone would do. Now, right. yeah, what is uh what what do we know about Hank again? This is asking out a question. I I 
keep forgetting. Yeah. Like, I know that he's important, but do I know that anything else? Um, yeah, you guys, I think you guys have, this is what you all have determined mm-hmm. is that somehow Hank is seen as an energy source mm-hmm. and that obviously the Chamber of Commerce is using that to power the city, but also Dr. Einajar wants to use that to power his, I guess, what's the opposite of a doomsday machine? Like a, a utopia um. machine? Yeah. yeah, I feel like Hank is being used as like a temporary battery. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They're like yeah. plugging him up. So like that's a good way to like. Uh, okay, okay. So yes, I'm gonna go with Adam. Yeah. So uh, Shamanda uh, uh, trots over to where Adam is and say, uh, "Wherever you lead, I follow." Follow me. And and, Char- right. and Charlie's <laughs> like, "Wait, is she also with you?" Yeah, she's my other chaperone. Oh, uh, I quit. Was I, I quit? I quit. And Charlie, Charlie just walks off. No, Charlie, please you. Does Great. he have any weapons on him or something? Like, no, to- but he was, uh. he was the best guy on our softball team. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I want the number two softball man right on our side. Where you are want you? Rex? Rex, hey, that's Rex <laughs> over there. And I point to Rex. <laughs> yeah, so as you two walk in, Susan, you watch Derek get on Heelys and race away. What are you doing? I am going to wave. Um, oh, my gosh. I can't remember her name. The number one monster hunter in the world. Tori. <laughs> yeah. Tori. I was like, Tamara? Shade. Shade. <laughs> Who is she again? What's her name again? Mm-hmm. Susan, I guess. Uh, I am going to wave her towards Adam and Shamanda and mm-hmm. just be like, follow them, follow them. And I am just running behind Derek. Just the quickest I've ever moved in my life. And I'm like jumping over animals and like dodging and just full on. Wexlin it. And can I suggest, <laughs> yes. just because I think this will be very funny, as you're running and stuff, well, I don't know, if, if this feels fun to you, that you see a golf cart that the guards use that's just left unattended? Tyler, I would be tickled. Okay, great. And Susan <laughs> races, sees the golf cart, gets on, floors it, and is just booking it out of there as fast as that little golf cart can go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm laying on the horn, but it's just like, and i have to imagine as you're doing that you catch up fairly quickly to derek derek is moving very quickly it's still on helis and as you go past derek with his one arm reaches out and just grabs the back of the golf cart like one of the posts and you two are just driving down the side of the highway ripping away at 15 to 17 miles per hour <laughs> as you, yeah yeah as he oh god yes as derek is just doing the healy stance behind as you guys go my calves are looking tight yeah Ooh, Ooh they're so good adam miller shamanda you two uh, along with trammel and tori race into the depths of the power plant as you go in it's pretty uh, unattended there's there's nobody seems present because of all the chaos outside <sighs> doesn't seem like anyone's around you go up to the holding area where you know that that hank is usually deposited what do you do uh, adam Okay, Hank should be in that holding room, and I, uh, I go to the uh, the door, and I yeah, open you, it. You go to the door, you open it, you see inside there. Um, it's it's a big concrete room, so you like you, there's no window into this space, right? It's just a big yeah silent wall, and you've never actually been inside. And as you open it, you look in, and it looks like a studio apartment. Whoa! It's <laughs> cool. and it looks like uh like. Yeah, to you, very cool. 
There's like so much room here. Yeah, to anybody who is above the age of 23, this is a really depressing, tiny, bare bones studio Whoa. apartment. Is that a beanbag? Um, I'm feeling triggered, and I would love it if you guys would stop talking about apartment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, there's good studios and there's bad. Shamanda, look at this. I could see everything in this room at one moment. That's awesome. A carpeted kitchen. <laughs> and the only other thing you see is it every there are shelves along every wall, each shelf filled with beanie babies to the brim. Wow. Oh. In a beanie bag chair. I go up to one of the beanie babies and I, I like scoop it up in my hands and I go, ah, it's still warm. He was just here. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And as you say that, you see there's a door on the other side and it's just um, sort of flowing shut and you see the the heel that is going through there is wearing a simple just a simple flat just a simple functional flat hmm. is it hanks uh no adam it's genesis is <gasps> jenny and genesis we'll is... cut over to crashly crashly you are going to roll plus weird we're going to do a past life oh Ooh. <laughs> but you're you know a past life where you're trying to go forward i think oh right. I got a seven. I think I'm I'm going to burn a luck. Okay. <gasps> Great. So you're going to burn a luck. You are trying to connect with Mashley. Is that correct? Yes. In this moment, yeah, you are there. You're in sort of that void space between realities that you occupy, which you're starting to realize more is like the void space inside of yourself. Yeah. And Mashley's there and she whips around, sees you again. She's difficult to pin in terms of age she looks weathered like she has had like a hard life full of fighting and surviving and she's like hi mom what's going on hey mashley <laughs> um sorry this is gonna be kind of quick because dr einajar is trying to like capture me right now but i just wanted to check <laughs> yeah you and me both yeah oh really yeah Fudge. So I kind of want to like, um, you know, what's the word when you try to like stop someone's plans, but it's a cooler word than that foil his plans right now. And I think the only way for me to do that is for me to like die. And I just wanted to check and make sure if that's okay, or if like doing that's going to mess everything up. Because I can like jump off this truck right now. And then he can't use me as his weird battery. Um, because I know what he's trying to do. But but if I do that and it messes everything up, then what's the point? And I'll never get felt up. So, like, can you just tell me if that's okay or, or what? I, I don't. I don't know if that's okay or not. I don't know. That that oh. that's so much to put on me. I don't know what the answer to that is. I don't want. Okay. You, I don't want you to die. I don't. I don't know what happened. Uh, you don't know what happened. That's totally fine. Like, sorry to ask you this. Forget about it. Like, no, no, <laughs> I'm not gonna forget what. What what have you learned? Okay. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I can tell you. Maybe this will help you wherever you are. So, basically, Doctor Einajar. Okay, I'm the I'm the incoherence, um, and I think you are too. And that means that basically we like keep the universe working or whatever by holding everything basically weird. I'm also the odd perfect number, which is rude. Uh, and so are you, I guess, probably. But but maybe I'm just both. Anyway, Dr. Anandar is this evil scientist. You know him. And he wants to use me um, 
he wants to like strip away all the incoherence inside of me and pull it out of my corporeal form, which means like my body. And he wants to like use it so that he can control dimensions and he wants to use me to do it. And I don't think he'll do a good job. So like I have to stop him. That's what's going on. Okay. So you got a 12, correct? Yeah, I did. Okay. What happens in this moment? Mashley sees you in this state and she's like, this might be weird. Um, can I give you a hug? Yeah, yeah. That's that is weird, but yes, can. <laughs> <laughs> she walks forward gingerly, and this is the first time that like you've made any physical contact with each other because I mean, right? And your daughter gives you a hug, and you realize as she's doing that, and you feel just the briefest amount of tension release. Yeah, you're like. Wait, I, I, you know that you saw Dr. Einajar right as you were going under. And it's yeah. like, if he was going to do something, he would have done it to you by now. And you realize maybe time doesn't work the same it does in this space. Yeah. So like, you realize like, I don't, maybe I have more time than I think right mm -hmm. now, as long as I'm here. Mm -hmm. And Mashley just gives you, for lack of a better word, a really maternal hug, like a yeah. very deep hug. And she pulls back and Mashley is weeping and she's crying and she's just like i always i i always wanted this i'm so sorry it's happening like this me too sorry kiddo i i miss i wish i could i i miss you <laughs> can we talk <laughs> uh sure what do you want to talk about i can tell you as much as i know about girl stuff not that much <laughs> and she's like i would honestly i would love that because all I have is Darren with me, and he is not great at girl stuff. <laughs> he is great at a lot of things, but girl stuff is not one of them. And here's the question. How long do you and Mashley spend just getting to know each other? I think we spend like a couple of hours. Yeah. If we've got Aww. the time. Yeah. That's so nice. Heck yeah. yeah. And I think like your hair is braided. <laughs> you You guys like... Obviously, you can't do each other's nails or anything, but with what, well, I think she has on her, you know, like a utility knife with a file on it. And so you kind of do like loose manicures of each other's nails and <laughs> on toes and try to pamper each other as best you can. And she just asks you like question after question about your life, like what you are, what you like, everything. Mm -hmm. And you can feel just this like, she, cause she's like, um, She's very tough, right? And yeah. presents that. But you can feel underneath it this hunger of just like wanting to know you and desperate for any any means of connection with you she can get. So she's just asking you like, but well, like what's your favorite food? Pizza. Oh, do you, any toppings? Um, I really like pepperoni. Oh, but what does pepperoni taste like? <laughs> it's like kind of salty and um, it so doesn't good. taste like. Yeah, it's like so good. It's like, do you know what salami is? It's like smaller and better. I we've read about it. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, things are pretty bad here now. It's like it sucks. And as she's going through here, so here it is. You have that list of questions. Yeah, you can ask one of those questions for me or Mashley. Okay. Um, I can ask one. Oh, you can ask two. I'm sorry. Two. You can ask yeah, two okay. of those questions. Um. Well, what did a uh what important hidden secret can a past life show me the way to? 
Okay, that's one question. And what's the other question? What or does do you want to wait? Well, yeah. I mean, I want to ask what does she advise me to do, but oh, I don't know if okay, that's like a great. shitty dynamic. I think no. I think these are these work great. Okay. As you guys are talking and stuff, you you come back to the moment and stuff, and she's like, "Where were you?" before you were here like what's going on it's actually really not good so like dr Inajar, sorry i'm i keep like crying because you're like a better mom than my mom and you're my daughter it's so weird uh anyway um she's she's also crying and she's like you're like the best mom i've ever had and you and like i've only met you four times so <laughs> i'm only 14 which I, is not to say i can't be a good mom at age 14 it's just i wasn't expecting it but i'm glad i'm good at it Anyway, Dr. Einajar like put he he put me in this truck, which is obviously his like weird suck out my incoherence machine, and it, and I escaped from it um, by kind of like breaking some of the circuits or whatever. And I'm standing; it's on a truck, and I'm on top of the truck. And I meditated to come here, and just as I was like going under, I saw him, and he started to say some. Wait, dumb wait, wait! Shit what do you mean me. you saw him? He came to the top of the truck i don't i guess he was in the wait cabin. wait what what no he's software what are you talking about <gasps> what what i uh, know he, no he doesn't, he's a man he no he's not a man what no he's a yes he is he's a like a man like he wears a lab coat all the time it's so cheesy no that that does not track <laughs> um wait what no, do you mean no dr einajar what whatever he is Wherever he came from, I mean, we haven't been able to figure out all of it, but uh, mom, I, uh, he's not from our reality. As best that Darren can explain it, whatever Inajar did, he was, he was in another reality and he pushed himself into ours, but hmm. he couldn't do all of it. And so it was more like, I don't know how much he's talked about it, but you know how there's like all of these realities that he wants to bring together into one that he controls and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. So he was in a different one and he pushed his mind into another version of himself in in, in ours, but it didn't take. And so he went to extreme lengths, but he doesn't he doesn't have a body. So if whatever you're looking at, that's not him. I don't know what that is, but that's not him. Uh, ew. Well, no wonder he's so creepy. I wonder if he's a robot. I think I'm just going to take off his stupid head. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's what I would say to do. Yeah, just, 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 and and then, uh, yeah, okay, so he can't, okay, so this is just some dumb robot, and I can kick him off the truck or something, and then I can find the software that's Dr. Inajar? I wonder if it's Genesis. What was that? I said, I wonder if it's Genesis. I mean, in our time, Genesis is a giant mechanical robot that is nearly 100 feet tall. I don't understand. Like, Whoa. Right now, she's just like this really, honestly, like very pretty college student. Wait a minute. Are you saying that Genesis has a personality? Yeah. Wait, could we talk to Genesis? Uh. Are you telling me this whole time I could have, I could, I can talk to Genesis? Yeah, Genesis is just like this robot girl, kind of like a sex doll. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> "Ew." Okay, what what is her personality like? Like, what what is she like? What is she's she? She's very boring, honestly. Adam like loves her, but she's actually also like really nice. Like, 
She's very just like, oh, let's be friends. Like, oh, you're so smart. Oh, I'm I'm just like interested in everything. Ugh, I have a perfect ponytail like that. Okay, perfect. it does sound like there's some jealousy there. Well, she can pull off a high pony. <laughs> <laughs> Adam just says that unbidden and then. <laughs> what? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Tori's like, what was that? What? I don't know. I don't know why I said that, but she can. Who? <laughs> Genesis. Oh. Look at her. She's perfect. You can tell all of that from her ankle? As we as you all watch Genesis turning and being like, Adam? And we'll cut back over to Crashly and Ashley. And Ashley's like, we didn't know. I think this might have changed everything. I'm so sorry. I hate to do this. I think I need to go. No, that's okay. This was like really, really fun. It's like the best day I've had in weeks, especially sober. So thanks. Oh, you should not drink. <laughs> it's just kombucha. <laughs> I really hope that I get a chance to see you again. <laughs> Me too. That'd be nice. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I hope I hope you live. Thanks. Oh. I hope you do too. Thanks. Maybe you and Genesis can be friends. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. I'll keep you posted. Bye. Bye. And she goes to give you another hug, and then right as she's about to make contact, just the connection dissipates. And you see Dr. Einajar there, and no time has passed. And he's like, I was wondering if you'd be able to get out. Oh, you're so clever, Crashly. You're not very clever. I know you're just software, you big piece of shit. Oh, <laughs> and what are you doing in this moment, Crashly? I'm kicking him in the head. Okay, cool. Crashly, roll to kick some ass. Okay. Yeah. I cursed out loud at an adult. Crash is oh, like no. a badass I now. Do great. Yeah. Oh no. Man, Crash can pull up a high pony. Mm-hmm. Dude, do her boobs look bigger to you guys? <laughs> oh my god. I. What <laughs> happens if I get to two luck? Anything? No. I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna fucking. I'm. I'm gonna burn luck again. Okay. I'm okay. Fucking, I'm fucking burning luck. <laughs> yeah, fucking you fucking are. Burning. Okay, great. This has yeah. been the burning a luck episode. So you yeah. have yeah. another luck. It's time. It's a ten plus. You inflict harm on each other and pick one from below. You can give extra harm. You can take less harm yourself. You can force him where you want, or you can take something from him. Well, I can't take any harm because I'm critical. So I, I'll take less harm myself. Okay. Because I'm not trying to die anymore right now. <laughs> That's right. And what are yeah. you using to, you're just kicking? Yeah, I'm kicking, but I'm, wow, I wish I was wearing cleats, but there's no way to justify that. So um, I'm just doing a good kick. Are you, what kind of shoes does Crashly wear? Um, Crashly wears Doc Martens. Doc Martens? <laughs> yes. Oh, Love yeah. it. Fucking yeah. Doc Martens are dope. Yeah. yeah, those are sick. Yeah, that's gonna Yeah, hurt. so with your thick Doc Martens, you kick out and maybe it's just the angle, maybe it's the passion that you're feeling or anything. His chin snaps back. You hear a sickening crack <laughs> as his oh. head keeps going. And oh. you watch it just fall. And he's like, no, as it pulls back. And you see just <laughs> wires where a spinal cord and flesh should be as this robot then falls back and falls to the side as the truck keeps going on. And the body slams into the dirt, and you have demolished the robot that was in front of you, Crashly. And that's where we'll end our episode yeah. for today. <laughs> Damn. We did it. We I won. Can. We did it, Crashly. We won. We did it. <laughs>
Thanks so much for listening, Monster Hunters. If you enjoyed this, say something nice on social media and tag us at Mystery County. Until next time, watch out for Doc Martens. I just want to make it clear. You have not yet done it. Oh, <laughs> wait. Uh, yeah, that's... that's... I'm going to okay, roll real quick to see if we've done it. Yeah, yeah I think too. we did it. I burned a lot. Um, I think we're, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we did Yeah, I just rolled a 100. Oh, wow. I rolled four die, and it says that we did it. Design Doc started as a podcast about designing a role-playing game. Over the years, it's turned into so much more. It's a show about the challenges of burnout, making money from creative projects, and what goes into bringing a game to life. Come along with Hannah and Evan in a living documentation of the game design process. One review described it as the audio equivalent of taking a hike with a good friend. You can search for Design Doc on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.